Hello, everyone, and welcome to Thrifters Villa, a podcast for resellers and entrepreneurs. I'm Daniela. And I'm Lori, and today we are bringing back another Truth or Dare reseller edition. <laughs> we know you guys loved the Truth or Dare episode in season one, so we wanted to bring it back in 2021 for season two. All right, friends, get ready for some laughs. We'll see you at the table. This is always I'm, a li- I'm nervous though. I didn't like read these. Like, yeah, I, I don't like- remember. I wrote this like three weeks ago. <laughs> I don't know what it says. <laughs> Truth or dare makes me nervous. Um, yeah, but, but I mean, I guess the it. fact that we haven't read them is going to make it pretty authentic, right? Yeah, right. Our true reaction. <laughs> How's your week, Daniela? Before we get into this, how are you? This week crazy was actually week. pretty. Yeah, this week was crazy, but better than last week for me. Definitely better than last week. I'm like, I have a good. Good plan for the week. I already filmed two YouTube videos. Oh, that's Got so good. Got some boxes out for the real, real. Mm, none of my other shipping is done, but I don't care. Um, I'll do it on Monday. I mentioned you in my YouTube video this week that will post oh. tomorrow. I called you the real, real police. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know, the video is like things I'm getting done during Thriftless February because it's the halfway point yeah. tomorrow. So I just wanted to like check in, say what I'm working on, what I'm, what I still have to do. And I said, Daniela, cause you're so good. You're so good about pumping those boxes out. It's like a mental block for me. That's the only way to make money. It's literally the only way you just have to keep sending them boxes. It's just like throw it up. It's the same concept. What percentage comes back to you? Mm, not much. No, not much. It really depends though. Depends on who opens a box. So I've had almost an entire box come back to me before. Mm-hmm. But I just sent it in. Again, I just take everything out of the duster, save the duster bags for my own personal sales that I have on Poshmark or eBay, which is mm-hmm. great. So if I sell shoes now, I just put them in the duster bags. I have so many. That's nice. Them, a nice big sweater or something I put in there. And then I just repackage it. And off it goes. I don't Print even those look- labels. Yeah, print the label and off it goes. I don't even look twice at the stuff. Sometimes if it's an item that's come back like three or four times, I'll reassess it. But most of the time I just send it all. And eventually they take it. Eventually they take it. There's been some things that they've been pretty adamant about that they won't take. And then I try thread up. And then I'm I- still coming up as Marcus DeBillo on, yeah. on Zoom. <laughs> my son's best friend. That's funny. I just noticed my name was Marcus. Mm. Yes, but you, you came in as uh, Jason Tata for whatever reason. But then it says Marcus. I don't know. You know what I never come up as? Laura Tata. <laughs> never. <laughs> sorry. Side note. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um <laughs> How was your yeah, week? You have a lot going on right now. I have a lot going on right now. Yes, it was a good week though. I feel like I feel like I'm finally over COVID, like officially. Like I got my I smell back. Today. I got I got my coffee, like smell, taste, everything's good. I think the last thing was energy. I still felt a little bit of brain fog, but I, I kind of feel that on a daily basis anyways. <laughs> I don't know if I can blame that on COVID. Um, but like I was at a point where, uh, everything felt okay, but no smell, no taste, um, and no energy. And I feel like just the past couple of days, I feel like myself again, which is great. It was a long time mm-hmm. to get back to this mm-hmm. and I'm still taking it slightly easy. Um, but like next week I'd like to like maybe do a workout on the Peloton or just test myself, maybe just a really light 15 minutes of just like moving yeah. my legs, like just something light. But um, yeah, so that, that was a big thing. My son Rocco got his license this I morning. Know. 
Yay, I know Paco. I messaged you like 7.30 in the morning. He was up and out. So my baby's driving. That's crazy. Um, and then we are driving Angelina back to college tomorrow. And yeah, so we're off to PA. So it, yeah, I'm just trying to wrap things up. I did film a video that will go tomorrow. But yeah, I feel good. I felt like this was a pretty productive week for me because I had the energy to be productive. So yeah, and we had a good discussion too. We had a good, yes. we had a little yes. little nighttime wine discussion. Mm -hmm. All the things Thrifters Villa coming your way, guys, that we just can't talk about right now. <laughs> yeah, exciting stuff. And I I did mention that we had some new stuff mm -hmm. coming in my YouTube video as well. But um, yeah, I I think a lot of these things are happening because I'm not thrifting. Yeah. it's it's crazy it's literally like what, what it is same when i looked at my list of things that i'm actually getting done this month versus and, and think about how difficult it was for you and i to actually meet for like two, a two-hour window yeah. that's all it's been like weeks where we like keep rescheduling keep rescheduling and i'm thinking what if we had all this plus like more inventory in our house and more processing like so that that's been and I've been like on a month because there were a couple of weeks in January I couldn't thrift because I'm already sick. So it's already been a month for me. But um, the next big thing for me is my inventory. And I'm, I'm, I'm there. You know, I don't think it's going to be anything that exciting. I mean, I think there are a lot of people with functioning inventories. I just didn't have a great system. So I, I don't think that I'm doing anything that different. It's just going to be done, you know, and I, I'm finally going to have a place for everything. So I'm excited for that. And that's going to actually be like not the end of Thriftless February, but when, once my inventory system is done, I'm going to give myself permission to do a little thrifting. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I did do a little thrifting today. I broke good. and I went a little thrifting today, but I went specifically for the real real. So I didn't go and I did find a couple things to like list myself, but I left a ton of stuff behind. I literally mm. only picked up things that I knew I could send it in a box because it's my only thing that I've been um, having a little anxiety about is I don't have my normal amount of boxes going out to the real real and I'm noticing it in my sales on the platform, which mm -hmm. was going to happen and I knew it, but coming off of two really great months and now this month I'm not sending as much besides the returns that are coming back to me and a few things that I've pulled I'm noticing it so I was like well let me just go and see what I can yep. find but I was really good I left a lot of stuff so. well I feel like it's part of your rhythm now and that's one of the things I'm working on this month too and for me it was like Vendu was a big part of this month and yeah I had my first sale on Macari this week my very yeah, first please. sale um yeah and and I think with you and the real real like you've really made an effort to make this a solid part of your business and once you get used to that money whether it's like an expected amount of sales on Poshmark eBay YouTube whatever your platform is wherever you're bringing the money in when you get used to it it's hard when it's not there but it also pushes you so like you know what you need to do to make whatever your expect yeah. expected payout is um, and it, it's all a numbers game. So I think that's great. You know what you have to do and you're going to get it done. You're going to, you know, that's money you rely on. So I hope to get there someday with the real, real. I think you have plenty of inventory. I'll get there. That inventory than you know. I'm coming over. Huh? I'm coming over. That's I'm it. waiting. Come over anytime. So one of my things for um, moving my inventory is I've committed to pulling 50 items as I'm moving it over. Good. So I'm either going to donate it or send it to the real, real or consign it. But like, I just, I just picked that number because I'm like, I can find 50 pieces oh, yeah. out of 1,300 that aren't, aren't serving me yep. in the current state. So, um, and there are definitely some luxury items that I've just been sitting on for a very long time. So 
there's no harm in just pulling them, marking them not for sale on Poshmark. A lot of them haven't yet been cross-posted to eBay. So it's a really easy oh, so pull. That's really easy then. Yeah. So for, for some, and then others I'll just donate and, but yeah, the real, real. It's on the thing. All right. We should go. Cause we are going to PF Chang's tonight. With yeah. The fam. We do this quick guys. It's um, a quick episode. Yeah. No, no. I mean, the natives aren't that restless. We have to make a couple returns to the mall that we're going to. And um, um, they haven't started to yell at me yet. So I think we have a little bit of time. Not yet anyway. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> All right. So the way we're going to do this is like we did last time, either Lori or I will pick Judith or Dare, then we'll both answer it. And um, and then we'll go from there. Okay. Sound good. I see a question that I'm going to have to move for already. Yeah, too. The first, the first Dare. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the other room. <laughs> <laughs> mine's in downstairs but okay all right all right well we let's start, start with, truth. with that let's start with truth okay um you want me to read it or you want to read it i'll start okay what's the weirdest thing you've ever touched at the bins um mm, it was at the new hampshire bins and it was a wet pair isn't of, it always no i'm just joking a wet pair of underwear but i think it was just like wet like the rain but I don't know but I went immediately the rain you tell rain. yourself that Daniela you tell yourself that <laughs> yeah um, that's the weirdest thing and I okay, didn't go well, back to that bin and it definitely smelled like urine so so it wasn't rain honey no it wasn't rain I just like to tell myself it was rain <laughs> oh um I was just going to say like it happens often, just wet bins in general. Like just, you wonder, you walk by and you're like, nobody's touching this bin and it's overflowing. And you just like dig in and <laughs> you're like, you oh, and then you can't, you can't undo it. Like once your hands are in there and they're wet, you just like, oh, I know. Oh, why did I? And then you might see something and you're like, well, I could go home and wash that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would probably, you know, keep the urine on my hands for the right piece, but yeah, as so yeah. far, there's been nothing that like will keep me digging. Yeah. I mean, the urine, <laughs> I can deal with the urine. The smell's kind of gross. Right. But I can deal with it. It's if like, ah, if there's any other type of bodily fluids, then it kind of, you know, grosses me. You out. just don't know. You, you just know, don't like, know. You put your hand in a bin. You have no clue. Yeah. So nope, definitely wet bins. Do mm -hmm. not recommend. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to choose a truth question as well. And okay. I'm going to go with, okay. What is the weird, what is a weird habit you have when you're at a thrift store? We all have weird habits when we're at a thrift store. We all have them. <sighs> um, what is a weird habit I have at the thrift store? I have like two weird habits at the thrift store. Why don't you start? Maybe it will jog my so, thoughts. As soon as I walk to the thrift store, besides grabbing the carriage, I immediately always start on the right-hand side of the thrift store and like zigzag all the way to the left-hand side of the thrift store. I never start the left-hand side and go to the right side. Never. I would say that's the same for me, but, but I say that because I shop the most at the Savers that is closest to my home and hard goods are to the left and oh, shoes are, hard to, goods the are right. to the right. My so when I walk through, I get my carriage and I turn right. Sometimes I'll go straight because the sweaters are there and it's like an open lane, but that's where all the extra smalls and smalls are. So I might go over one, but typically I go directly to shoes. Ah, interesting. See, because I feel like I can scan shoes quickly and yeah. shoes are like a, a great ROI. Mm -hmm. So 
I like to scan the shoes first because like if I if I go through quickly and you know I don't see anything then I'm like okay I can go because you know like the racks just take so long Mm -hmm. so shoes and handbags I can kind of scan kind of quickly so that I definitely do that when I go in. So it depends on which store I go to. Most of the, the savers that I go to, the shoes are on the left. So I always start on the right. And I think it's because sweaters are there. So I, mm-hmm. I just immediately go sweaters, jeans, leggings. They're all in that row. So I always start at the right. But when sweater season's gone and it's like tank tops and baby Ugh, shoes, the worst. Then I go to the left and start at shoes. Exactly. I go to shoes and handbags because that's where I'm going to end up finding things that are going to make me money. Right. So I, I definitely switch when the seasons switch, but I definitely go right to left. And then the other thing too, is the way I sort my cart. I, everything's in my car. I use one side of my cart to put my hangers on the front side of my cart has like things I'm putting back the railing of my cart are things I need to look up. The top part of my cart where my handbag is, is things that I'm getting. So the middle part is empty. And then I use a rack or whatever that's nearby to hang things as I go that I might need to like look over one more time. I do it every time. doesn't matter where I go. All right. I don't think I'm that anal. Quite that or- well, you know, what's funny is I always find like I come home with more than you. So I have my keepers in the big part of the basket. Mm. I have my maybes up top because I need to look those over or like things that are once over. And my other thing that I do that's kind of weird is once I commit to something, I take it off the hanger. And if I'm still unsure about it, the hanger stays on it. And then I hang the hanger on the side just to make more room in the basket part. So I keep my maybes. And I also do that at the bins. Um, I keep my maybes close to me because um, like if I find one shoe at the bin, I'll keep it in the top part. Um, And then I keep the stuff that I'm definitely getting inside. And of course, there's no hangers at the bin. Yeah, yeah, I do the I do the same stuff that I'm definitely getting will eventually go into the big portion of the cart. But I just for whatever reason, always put it on top and then put it in the big portion. I don't know. It's a habit. Mm -hmm. What can I say? It's a habit. We all have them. Thrifter life. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, gosh. Um, All right. Maybe we should do a dare. The truths are good. Oh, that's so funny. Delete five items out of your closet and donate or relist them. All right. All right. But see, now I'm stressed because I do everything from be stressed. No, I do everything from vendue now. And so, although some of the older stuff, okay. I already deleted one thing because Angelina was like, do you have any like fitted cardigans that I can have that are kind of cropped? So she found like a little pink cashmere cardigan that I deleted to give Mm -hmm. to Angie. So that counts as one. Um, So fun fact, I looked on Seller Insight, which is an app that, you know, I think a lot of people are familiar with, but it gives you insight um, on your Poshmark sales, how long things have been listed. It has all these incredible stats. Well, there is one (laughs) walk of shame um, tab that is how long you have had items. So guess how long I have had the oldest, I've had the oldest item in my closet. Give give me a number. What do you think Um, as far as days go? It's got to be longer than a year. So I'm going to guess it's 458 days. Guess again. Oh, higher or lower? Oh, higher. 522. Higher. Oh my God. <laughs> 589. Lori, higher? <laughs> Are you ready? Tell me. I relisted it today. It's a BCBG romper, navy blush. The price tag on it is $178, new with tag. 
got it at the first yellow tag sale that I ever shopped for reselling in 2018. Mm-hmm. It's been in my closet for 906 oh days. So 906 <laughs> days. Followed by, I have a 899, 896, 896, 895, 870, 866. It keeps well, going. Before you started relisting too. Yeah, but these have not been relisted. Right. You just kind of forgot about them because you have so much inventory. 906 (laughs) days, Daniela. 906. You just forgot about it. Yeah. Well, these will be the ones that I'm deleting. So uh, Jessica Simpson. What's funny is 906 and 896 are both rompers. Both new with tag. Send them to throw it up. See if they sell. I got to send them somewhere, (laughs) but these are the ones. So I was considering, I'm like, well, how can I do this? Like maybe I'll do, cause I want to do some sort of a sale at the end of thriftless February, Mm -hmm. but maybe I'll just start by doing like 50% off anything that is like 600 days or more. Oh, I mean, that's an idea. It'll be like 200 items easily. Like just go in. I did, I started doing 30%. Um, it's one of my pet peeves about Poshmark that when you sort in it, you sort by just in, why can't you sort by oldest and then just like go through those. It's like such a pain. I feel I like that's counterintuitive. Like a real sale, like not by marking things down and putting an emoji next to it. So people know, no, like on it's eBay, when you just say, be, yeah, like just a select real select all. Yeah. 50% or whatever percent, 20%, whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. I know. So like, and then to have to work backwards, you know, um, I guess if you share your closet in reverse or something, then you can have the, your old things end up at top. Regardless, I'm going to do that. But yes, I will be deleting some of those items. What are you deleting? I'm deleting, this was a donation piece. It's a Nordstrom cashmere ruffled like like no one wears Let me see. stuff anymore see that it's like a ruffle it's cute but like people don't wear it it's kind of a cropped bolero style that's like 2010 ish yeah so yeah I'm deleting that and that's gonna go in my bag to thread up um I'm also deleting uh where is this this is called Mercy Gray and it's a French brand it's cashmere as well I bought it last year but it just hasn't moved no one likes it this will be another thread up piece. I just don't care. I can part ways with it. It's cute. That's but- actually, Daniela, that's really cute. That's like just what Angelina was looking for. Well, Plus it's ribbed. Because it I can give it to her. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, no really cute. It to her. I don't know. That's a good one, I think. I don't know. But I also have things in my closet that have been here for 900 days. So don't listen to me. advice from Lori Tata right now? Don't listen to me. I actually have some Fabletics leggings that I think I'm going to get rid of and send to thread up as well. I'm just overselling Fabletics. Okay. I have like a quick run with Fabletics where I feel like I sold a couple, like it may have only just been two, but then I was like, yay, Fabletics. And I think I bought too many and marked them too high. I mean, they're just, they're just not a high ticket item. I think if you price them right, like 18 to 25, they. Oh, here's another one. This is a pair of. Victoria's Secret Pink. They're like the seamless. Mm. They look like Gymshark leggings. Yeah, I they do. Four pairs of these at Salvation Army at my first ever 50% off Salvation Army sale that I went to last year. I sold all of them, but this gray pair, I cannot move them. I have marked them as low as $10 and I still can't move them. Wow. So I don't know what to do with them. Mercari. Mercari. <laughs> I could put them on Mercari. That would be good Mercari, especially for 10 bucks. Those should sell for 10 bucks. I just don't understand. Like how much more can I mark them down? 
I know it's so weird. I also am a firm believer that certain things, if you start to mark them too low, there's something weird that happens then too. Like then people devalue them or something. I don't know. I don't have luck marking things like below $15. You would think if you did, I feel like I have more luck keeping things 20 and above and then sending offers like $14 in discounted shipping or something like that. That's been my experience, but I also don't gamble that much and mark things that low, although maybe I should reconsider my 900 day items. (laughs) I also have this anthropology piece that I'm going to end up sending to thread up. It is really, it's real. I, oh, you can't see that. Can you? Nope. Raise it up higher. Hold on. No, you, it's like, it's the light. It's a lime green. You can't, there's, I'm just getting the edges of the green. I got it there. Oh, there it is. Lace. It's cute. It's cute. It's like a, it's like an overlay type thing. It's by Maeve, I think, or no, Meadow Rue. It's anthropology. It's this lime green, cute little floral top. I sent out very aggressive offers. It's just not going anywhere. Hmm. And also I have an Urban Outfitters waffle knit sweater that I can't move that I've marked down to $10 as well. So all of these pieces that I just can't move, I'm just going to put in a bag to thread up and call it a day. There you go. Those will sell on thread up. Those are good. Well, thread up brand. I mean, you won't make much, but yeah, but at this point I don't care. They're not serving. Exactly. Me. Oh God. Yeah. No, get them out. I need to check my thread up account. But I haven't looked at mine in so long. <laughs> I know. Well, it, my bag finally got processed. Oh, good. And then- and then like things have been selling, but I feel like so much sold right at first. And now it's been like dead, yeah. like 28 items sold in like a week. They accepted 57. Okay. They sent back about 20 ish. I, I did like, I did a video on the reclaims. Um, and now it's, it's whatever is left, but um, yeah, we'll see how that goes off to check that also, out. Also side note, thread up is closing a warehouse. Did you see that? No, but Chriselle was is was on our um, forty and over uh, clubhouse room, and she said that they have just like shut down um, labels. Like she can't get any labels right now. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I I don't know if they're really um, revamping something. They're yeah, doing something. Something's going on there. Who knows? Which warehouse are they closing? I don't remember which one it was, but it's already closed. Someone posted because of COVID, or I mean, I feel like they're busier than ever. I think they're um. They laid, off, like, they, they laid off like 300 employees. I don't think it's like lack of work or anything like that. I just think they're restructuring the way that they, I think even take in items because they're partnering with so many different brands. Like, I don't think they have a need for as many people to process anymore. Interesting. I have a question about thread up. I don't know if you know the answer. Mm-hmm. You know how they have that whole new brand list of things that they don't accept anymore. Yeah. Does that apply? Was that like, bags? I mean, I know that bags that were already submitted, mm-hmm. they would accept them. But I thought I heard somewhere along the line that um, if you were a previous consigner, you would still be able to send those in. I don't I think so. I, I don't know. I or would like your any bags that don't have a date mark on their system of being received in a certain day, then you're out of luck, basically. Right. That Whether you've been consigning for years or not. Yeah, they probably just have a deadline for it. I just think their business model is completely changing. And I don't think it has anything to, I mean, I'm sure the reseller market has something to do with it. I just think that they didn't see sustainability in their business. And now they're having to go the route of having private labels come in and being Hmm. their partner. That's what I think it really is. I don't think their model is sustainable. And that's why they're going the way they're going. So... Well, yeah, with all of the amount of pieces that they were sending back and people were kind of using them almost like as a 
donation center as opposed right. to like how to make money and they were just sending them junk and that was just time processing right. and shipping cost and all that stuff so it'll be interesting to see how that goes okay um what is your biggest insecurity as a reseller it's oh. a good question um i have a lot <laughs> yeah i was like i can't name just one thing um, um imposter yeah. syndrome is definitely one of them because I feel like all of us get labeled as like an expert in one thing. And there are many instances where I'm like, I don't know the answer to half of what you're asking me, but okay. Mm -hmm. um, like I may be knowledgeable in certain areas, but I think because I'm not as, I'm not full-time, right? Like I'm not fully engrossed. Like I'm engrossed in the reseller world, but not like to the extent of some other people that are full-time and, you know, have the YouTube and have all that kind of stuff. Even though I have it, I'm not like, that's not my main focus, right? Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes I feel, I do. I feel like an imposter in those areas. I feel like I don't belong. I feel like I, like I'm just this person who is making extra money to pay off the bills and save for things that she wants. And uh, it's a weird feeling sometimes. That doesn't make you an imposter. I mean, no, you, I think you're, and I honestly think like, I feel like being on YouTube makes you, I, I don't think that gives you any more credibility. I think that just means no, you had but some I think success. People look to you in a different way when you're on those channels, right? Like even having the podcast in general, people look at us different because we have the podcast and we talk to different people in the community. And like, it's, I don't want to say celebrities, that's not it, but it's like, you're kind of put in this different category and I don't necessarily feel that way. Does that make sense? And that's where I feel like I'm the imposter. Like everyone's like, oh, Danielle's the person to talk about with the real real. And I'm like, no, actually Jack's the person to talk to about the real real. I mean, I know my stuff, but you know, I learned from him kind of thing, you know? There's right. I mean, I think, I think there's, um, I say this to my kids all the time. There's, there's always going to be somebody further along their journey oh, that yeah. you look up to. And um, there are always going to be people looking at you like they, they wish they were that far along. I mean, there's always going to be people better looking than you, richer than you, more successful. And there's always going to be people that may be looking at you and, and thinking you've got it made. Like, you know, you just have to be happy with where you are, mm -hmm. wherever you are in the journey. You know, I have found Clubhouse to be super humbling in the sense that kind of what you just said, like there are certain topics that maybe we, we feel like we might have some knowledge base. And then you have people who you never really hear from on social media who are now in Clubhouse and they're just like, sharing some incredible information and they don't really have or not that I knew of like some of these people are just new to me maybe they've been on Instagram and YouTube and I just haven't discovered them until YouTube but there are people coming on and um yeah I, I, I get that I get that as an insecurity but um I think you're also as long as you're honest I, I don't think yeah, people I mean, I'm, I'm basically as I don't lie <laughs> I just kind of say things as they come and I, and maybe that's a good thing. And maybe it's a flaw. I don't know. I just say things how I feel that they should be or how I think work best for me. I don't necessarily project that onto, onto other people, but you know, this is my truth kind of thing. Yeah. I don't, I don't think not lying is ever a bad thing. Do you, um, does the car look clean? Is that what you just said to Rocco? Yeah. <laughs> so Angelina is giving Rocco her car because she's like literally he got his license today and she goes back to college tomorrow yeah. so as a gift she went and cleaned out like all of her junk and like did a little like mini detail to the car and they went Aww. and so and it looks really good for Rocco so side note um 
I, I don't Lori, what's your biggest insecurity? Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about that right now. I think maybe my lack of organization. Um, no, age. <laughs> no, no, I don't think it's an insecurity. I think it's, it's something it can be a pro and a con. And I, I've, I've felt, um, I felt both at different times, you know, there, there are times where I look at it as a disadvantage. Like for example, today, Jay was just talking to me. There was an article in CNBC about like a, a Poshmark person who now has a private label who made six figures in a year, stay at home mom, like that sort of stat. So Jay went onto a website and she was like modeling all of her own stuff. Oh, wow. And I'm insecure about modeling my old own stuff, but I don't think that's so much an age thing as a weight thing. Like, I feel like if I were thinner, I would model a lot more stuff confidently because I'm confident in like my, my general appearance and stuff. But even in my, um, even in my YouTube videos, like you rarely see full body shots of me. Like I am behind a desk or I do creative editing. If I bend over and you see like all my back fat, I just edit that right out. You know what I mean? So that I did the is definitely, same thing. you're not alone. Oh, it's totally an insecurity for me is my yeah. weight as far as being like present, you know, Anything uh, um, from the chest up. I'm good. We're good. You know, I'm just going to keep <laughs> smiling my way through things. That's always been like my thing Like, oh, I'm always smiling, you know, but yeah, so that's definitely an insecurity for me in this industry in general. Like I, I love and admire like so many of the pages where people of all ages are just modeling their stuff. And I feel like I could really have fun with that. And I think that would really open up my business mm -hmm. if I were to do that more often. And it's also like a little bit of a um, energy thing too. Like a half the stuff won't fit me. Yeah. And even if it did, and I'm trying to bang out listings and I have my hair up and, you know, no makeup or whatever. Is that really a time that I want to like throw something on and model it? So some of it's just a practical matter, but a lot of the time it's, um, it's a fit. So that's, that's a definite insecurity for me, um, as a reseller in life in general. Like I, I think, I think a lot, <laughs> yeah. um, Same. but anyway, so there's that. And I think, or lack of organization, not, not an insecurity, but just something that I am working on all the time. Yeah. And Maybe that's where I have imposter syndrome because I'm like Miss Planner and then I kind of wing a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I feel that too sometimes. I think people think that I have everything put together at all times and I don't. I fake a lot of it. Like I fake it till I make it. Most of the but time. you definitely put that out there like, oh, I'm OCD or oh, yeah. you know, like. And I am, but I fake it a lot of times too. <laughs> I am super OCD and I like things done a certain way, but, um, life happens. Yeah, it is what it is. And then I can still make it look really neat and organized, but I just planned it five minutes before. And it's because mm -hmm. I'm so OCD and structured in that way that I can still pull it off. Right. But I think faking it till you make it is a God given skill because there are things like sometimes, you know, like just even like hosting a clubhouse room or before, you know, five minutes before I'm like, do I have an agenda? Like, what am I going to say? Or whatever it is. Sometimes I press record on my camera and I'm really not sure what I'm going to say for that YouTube video. So sometimes faking it and just kind of putting yourself out there is what gives you some opportunities too, to, to kind of feel the fear and keep doing it. I don't plan my YouTubes to be quite honest with you. Like I just hit record and talk and that's it. Like, and then whatever happens, happens. Yeah, that's great. But I mean, you go in, you know, if you're doing a haul, you know, if you're doing yeah, what's that's sold, all I really you know. know. Yeah, right. But, this but. last video that I just did, like what's going on for um, 
thriftless February. Like mm-hmm. I wrote down a couple notes, but I didn't, I, I never use a script ever. Yeah, no, me neither. Mm-mm. I tried to the only script we use is our first four lines in the podcast. That's it. <laughs> Just in case you were wondering about winging it, we had the intro written 90% of the time. And, you and then that's it. The day before. And then a couple bullets. And it's all because of Daniela. She does all that. Yeah, that, that's that's me, but whatever. That's good. <laughs> so that's that was a good question. That's a good question. Let's do a dare. Okay. Tell the audience how many items there is, is in your money pile. I couldn't tell you how many are in there right now. I'm going to guesstimate probably 70 items or so in my money pile right now. At that least surprises me. I haven't been listing, though. I've been listing like one or two items a day, if that. Because I've just been so busy with work and just not really motivated with it all. I'm focusing on so many other things that like listing is taking a backseat. Like I'm focused on the cross listing. I'm focusing on like yeah. getting inventory out, like... So my focus has been a little different, but I need to tackle that bad boy that's in the corner, just hanging out. I do need to tackle the cross listing as, as awesome as it is. And it is awesome. And I've been loving it. It is still time consuming. Absolutely, You're still like, you know, if I'm not just posting to Poshmark, eBay takes forever on any platform (laughs) Um, because we're used to Poshmark, right? I think it's, I think the people who are eBay people that come over to Poshmark must think it's like so much fun. And so easy yeah, to like, just oh, list on Posh. Click, right? Like it's so yeah. Um, but yeah, it does take time. Like I noticed um, this morning I was listing and I'm doing, I'm drafting in Vendu. So like I'm transferring, like I'm writing up my descriptions and everything in Vendu and then eBay, Poshmark, Mercari. Cause I feel like th- that's the level of difficulty. So like once I get eBay out of the way, Poshmark goes fast and Mercari is the fastest. So boom, yeah. boom, boom. But like I spent a good amount of time, I don't know, I would say an hour or two, it felt like, I mean, I'm sure I was like talking in between and like, whatever, just doing morning things with the fam. But then I looked down and like, I had only listed five items, but I, but I really listed 15 because it was three platforms. But um, yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. And so I have a new theory on how I'm going to cross list. I'm going to throw this out there. I'm going to take page one of my Vendu. And make sure that everything is on the three or four platforms that I want it to be on. So I have certain items that I want to put on Tradesy. So once page one is complete, then I can move on to page two. And then mm-hmm. I'll focus all on page two. So that I'm not all over the place. Because then that ends up, then I get like all flustered. I'm all over the place. I'm clicking all these different pages. Let's do all Madewell items. Let's do all Everlane items. No, just focus one page at a time. To yell. Yeah, I'm doing page by page. So as um, so what I'm doing is I'm uploading new stuff. And immediately it's going to all three platforms. Yep. And then if I have time, like if I say I only have five that I happen to take pictures of that day, but then I still have like, I'm at 1300 items now on Poshmark, which just frustrates me because I keep trying to get it lower and I'm just, but I'm listing. So that's good. But, um, and then I'll go in and I'll, I'll pull in things from Poshmark and then, then I'll do eBay Mercari, eBay Mercari, you know, still like filtering it through Vendu. Um, but yeah, I'm just going in order. Until I see the three icons across, like eBay, Mercari, Poshmark, like all very highlighted. Very satisfying feeling to see all those icons on there. Yeah, satisfying. yeah. How many? So my let's go. My money pile. Oh, um, <laughs> I wish you could see Lori's face. Just oh my defeat. god. <laughs> well, because it depends on what you call. Like I have my my bag to go to the real real. I have two well, giant bags unlisted, right now. Unlisted inventory that has to go on Poshmark, eBay, Mercari. That's actually not so bad 
Um, gosh, right now, my problem, Daniela, really honestly, is the inventory because like uh, um, the listed inventory, because like I have a whole yeah. rolling rack right now. And I would say 60% of it is listed and just not put away because I've been moving over my inventory. Um, I don't know. I would say about a hundred. I'm going to say hundred. All right. So we're on the same ballpark. I'm between like that 60 to 75 mark. I'm somewhere in there. I have a bag of my car. It's been sitting there for, I can't tell you how long, but it's like, and it's boots. Like I need to list them. I just don't feel like bringing them inside. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, the thing that I'm not sure about because I haven't been thrifting this month and I, I've listed probably 75 items from my death pile or money pile. Um, as I'm going through certain things, I'm looking at them. I'm like, you shouldn't even be here. Like, no, I'm not listing you. Like I, I just, so some of the stuff, when you keep putting it on the back burner and keep putting it on the back burner, you kind of get to a place and then you're like, yeah, like, honestly, I, I posted that thing in my story about trying to get that sensor off of the Zara clothing. Mm-hmm. I have had those Zara pieces for a long time. And I was beyond excited because they were all a dollar and yeah, I remember the sale. That. Yeah. And then I ordered the two magnets and then, then my friend Raphael said, Lori, that's not a magnet sensor. And then you confirmed. Um, and then I tried to use the wire clippers on a cheaper shirt and I like ruined the shirt. It was white. It was a button down. It was wrinkly. I wasn't really excited about it anyways, but I still haven't removed one effing sensor. And so, um, and I don't know if I'm going to, I'm, I'm honestly like, and I have some really nice pieces from Zara and I just don't know if I have it in me. Cause those have just been like, talk about mental real estate. They've been in a bag for so long. Like, uh, anyway, I know those it's are the kind of way that... to get those off though. I've gotten those tags off before I've cut myself doing it though. Cause I don't have the tool and I've literally cut my hands. Cause there's, there's those really coarse coil wires in there. Like inside. Yeah. I mean, the it one hurts. thing, a lot of people, Oh shoot. You know, I meant to share what people, I don't think I've had people swipe up on my story so much in a while like there were so many questions so many recommendations a lot of people that were like um please let me know when you have an answer other people said burn it um there's a youtube video on burning it and then it exposes the coil then you can pull the coil out so that was one one was like take a hammer to it but bring the hammer outside so the ink doesn't happen some people suggested this was a good one, putting like a grocery bag, like a plastic grocery bag around one side so that whatever you're doing, it's kind of protecting the clothing on the other side of it. Um, Some people still thought the magnet would work. You just have to hit it from the side. I mean, there were so many comments and questions about it that I feel like I kind of need to get an answer to share with people. Mm -hmm. But I decided that the flame and the hammer would be the most gratifying that even if it didn't work, but I got my frustration out using a hammer, <laughs> that would make me happy. And if I burned it off, then that there could be some satisfaction in that too. So I don't know. But anyways, and they're like, you know, eight pieces. Yeah. And they're I, really I, nice pieces. I remember you showing them in a video. Yeah. So anyway, but yeah, I, I've, and then I have a bunch of hard goods that I need to list. I have a bunch of American girl stuff, but I don't know if I can consider that my money pile yet. Cause I'm just not sure what I'm keeping, what I'm selling. And I just have some hard goods that I've been ignoring. Um, so, but Caitlin's back. My assistant is back. She worked two days this week and we got a lot accomplished and uh, cause she's been out for a month because I had COVID. So, um, hopefully we'll be, yeah, that's the goal for this month. Right. Good. Yeah. My Less goal is normal. Is to have nothing in 
my pile. That's the goal. Nothing in the pile, which I think I can probably do in like two days time. I just haven't dedicated the time to just photograph and put it away. That's yeah, you just have to commit to it. Um, Ryan posted in his stories about his inventory. And oh, I saw he's, that yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he just said, you just need to pick a day and just decide you're going to do it and do it. And I'm like, yes, Ryan. I feel like he was talking directly to right, me, right. you know, because I, I don't think like, I feel like I've been talking about it for a year and I just have done to it. deal with it this month. Yeah. And I think a lot of this stuff is like that. You just keep putting it on the back burner. And then you look at things and you find them and you're like, oh, I bought you. I don't remember you at all. When did I buy you? Yeah. Really bad. Why have you been sitting here for this long? And then it sells right away. And then you feel like a complete moron. Yes, totally. <laughs> all right. Take a selfie right now that we will use for the episode Instagram for this episode. Oh my gosh. Take a selfie. It's a good thing I have makeup on because I'm going to move over here and get in the light. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hold on. Okay, hold on. Can I just send you one where I look cute? <laughs> oh, I don't have that much makeup on. There's <laughs> a thing called filters that we can use. All right. Make my teeth white. Make my wrinkles <laughs> go away. No double chins, you know. All right. I took a bunch. I'll send you one. Perfect. So that make me look good. Part of our Instagram post <laughs> the selfie that we just took. Uh, all right. How much time we have here, Lori? You got to go. Jay just told the kids 10 minutes. So maybe we can right. do two more questions. All right. Let's... What is the, what's the worst comment you ever received on YouTube or Instagram? I, I have, have a few. I have never gotten a bad comment on YouTube yet. So I can't uh, respond to that. The, I wouldn't say this was the worst comment ever got on Instagram, but it was an interesting comment that I got on Instagram. And it was from a Savers employee who's local, who like, made an account to follow resellers and I still can't figure out which savers employee it is but basically it was like calling out all the resellers that commented on that page on my photo I don't remember which this was like last year at some point and was basically saying like uh the reason why the prices are going up or because of you guys blah 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 like just basically confirming all the things that I think a lot of us assume when we walk into a thrift store. Um, you know he, he I believe it was a he I think I know who it is because he kind of mm-hmm. When I go into this particular Savers, he's always like walking around to see what I'm doing. So I don't really go to that Savers that much anymore. But wow. yeah, probably the strangest thing. I, I think, so here's my philosophy. I haven't seen him the last month or so when I went to that Savers. So maybe he doesn't work there anymore. Maybe he was just a gr- disgruntled employee that was a reseller and mm-hmm. then maybe got caught or something. I don't know. Some of the things that he said um, kind of hinted to that, that like he may have left the company because of something like, you know something sketchy was going on so interesting yeah so that was really it. I've never gotten like a bad comment not yet anyway oh I have quite a few <laughs> um well, you're on YouTube much like you're you have a bigger channel too so 
Uh, in wow. the, that Instagram post, that fur Instagram post, that was, you got some interesting the fur Instagram post. I feel like that's well covered territory. And that's yep. actually somebody, the person who commented that is somebody who is like a loyal follower. And like the next week was like, great haul. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> um, okay. So um, you like me now? I'm confused. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, that was, that was interesting. That's when I, for those of you who may not know, that's when I sold, I bought a a mink at a yard sale for $10 and I featured it in a what sold video and someone really came at me. And I think my, my take on it all is that the animal had already sacrificed its life. And if I could pass it on to somebody else, but there were, there were people who made really good points about why even reselling it mm-hmm. kind of perpetuates the problem. And those people were super respectful and, you know, they said you can donate to shelters and the furs can go towards animals in the shelter, keep them warm. And I'm like, that's a great use that's for really furs. Idea. Yep. Yeah. No, there were so many people who were very anti reselling the furs who were just totally respectable. Um, and I appreciated that because I welcome conversations. Um, I would say one of the, um, this has nothing to do with reselling. Um, and I probably shouldn't even bring this up, but it was on my Instagram channel on Instagram and it was a political thing where I, I posted um, a picture of the new president. That's it. And somebody swiped up and said, you know, I followed you for a long time. I can't believe you would support abortion. And um, oh, oh gosh, I, I wish I could read it. It was like unbelievable. Oh, it was, no, it started by Lori. I followed you for so long. And I really like you, but really question mark with the emoji of somebody vomiting. Okay. And I just wrote, I'm very happy. <laughs> That's all I wrote. Right. right. Nothing anti anybody. Just right. like, couldn't, I'm, I'm quite happy. Right. That's we all are I wrote. Entitled to our opinions. Yep. And, um, and that's always my thing. Like it just, just be respectful. I, I have such dear friends on the other side and it's okay. It's really okay. As long as everybody's respectful, it's really okay. And I wasn't posting anything anti anybody. I literally just posted a picture like that's it. And so anyway, um, and it was in my stories, I said nothing. Um, and they just said, yeah, all those things. And, um, you just lost a follower, um, and that sort of thing. And so I just, I didn't even respond. I don't respond to that stuff. I just blocked that person. Yeah. Um, and then I had somebody, where, when should we stop? I have more. <laughs> Lori clearly has a lot of these. I have nothing. There was somebody, um, just people generally, um, and this I can say is a more general thing is um, people who watch my videos and, you know, it's disgusting what you do that you um, take take from the poor and sell for a profit, like, and then brag about it on that YouTube. goes on and on and on. Yeah, that sort of stuff. So my kids have actually told me that they don't want me on TikTok because they said resellers on TikTok get ripped apart. And they're like, we just don't want that for you. Like our generation doesn't like resellers. That's what my kids have told me. I'm like, well, that's a generalization. But they, and they're like, well, I, I just don't, you know, people love thrifting and but they like to do it for themselves. And I don't know, they, they said, they, they said any account that I follow that is reseller based on 
TikTok. And I'm like, well, you're not following a lot. I, that's all I follow. That's my right. for you page on TikTok. It's all resellers. And right. not that I read every comment, but that was my kid's general feeling about TikTok and resellers, which, which I mean, I don't discount what they say. I think it's interesting. I don't necessarily agree with them. Yeah. I haven't had that experience. Right. Um, but I also, that hasn't been super like my content. Like I've talked about like using a sweater shaver and things that sold this week. And I didn't even say like what I paid for them, but anyway, all that stuff. But that, that's a general comment that pops up in some form on YouTube hmm. often. I always assume YouTube is more of the place where you get these type of comments than Instagram because Instagram, it's pretty curated. People that like that kind of content are typically seeing it in their feed or in the search or mm -hmm. they're searching specifically for whatever hashtag it is. So I feel like it's a little different unless you're posting something super controversial and your followers are then, you know, commenting on it. But in terms of like outsiders commenting, it's, I guess, more rare on Instagram or on YouTube. I mean, all it is is people that follow you and don't follow you. So it's yeah, yeah, and you're getting it from both sides. Yeah, you def you definitely leave yourself up for more scrutiny on YouTube. Yeah. So it might my, my I'm pretty deep. I mean, I'm a sensitive person, but I mean, I'm also relatively confident, and I feel like I put good energy out there, and um, I try to keep an open mind. So you know, there are just people haters gonna hate. That's where that expression comes from. You know what I mean? So, um, all right, it is getting late. It's five seventeen. Yeah, let's just cut it short. That's it, guys. All right. This is our That was here. fun. That was yeah, fun. You like made some good questions here. Yeah. The only one that we didn't do, but we can do this in any episode. Do it. If it, the brand one? No, the um <laughs> the what's dump what's in your purse and tell us what's in it. Oh, gosh. we can do that whenever. <laughs> Mine I can tell you right now without dumping it. Lots of thrift store receipts, hand sanitizer, um gum and chapstick. Mine is my um, wallet, my sunglasses. Yeah, my wallet. My wallet, my sunglasses, uh, gum, mints, savers, receipts that haven't been touched in probably two months. That, probably <laughs> that need to be filed away. Yep, filed. And um, my inhaler. <laughs> ah, I should have That's been it. curling my hair while I talked to you for dinner. Perfect. All right, guys. That's That's really it. That's all we got. All right. That was a fun one, Daniela. Yes, it is fun. And uh, next week, Lori and I are going to have another fun episode that we're excited to uh, bring to all of you. We're going to have a vintage seller on at 1.2, which you, and um, that's going to be fun. We're trying to be a little different this year. We're trying to expand our horizons here at Thrifters Villa. Always, always. Always expanding our horizons and bring you guys some fun content. So, yeah, that's what we're going to do. We will talk to you guys next week and uh, go out there right. and for the things that we can't thrift. I, <laughs> I am off to P.F. Chang's. I love you guys. Thanks for joining us today. And, Daniela, I'll chat with you soon, babe. Bye. Bye.